it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Woman Leadership Group. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about women's issues and our self-care practices, healthy living, nature healing, environment and climate crisis, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, students, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, green mamas and grandmothers, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. The other day I was on the Green Women Facebook page, and our leader, Helene, reposted the post from the site called 10% Happier. This post was called Sacred Rest by Zenju Earthland Manuel. I thought that this was so appropriate at this time of winter in the Northern Hemisphere, as we are about a week over the midpoint of winter, which was February 3rd. If you've not heard me say before, winter is the time of rest and going within. So a little bit about Zenju. Zenju Earthland Manuel is an author, poet, Zen Buddhist priest, teacher, artist, and a drum medicine woman. She holds a PhD and worked for decades for arts organizations and those serving women and girls, cultural arts and mental health. Her books include The Way of Tenderness, Awakening Through Race, Sexuality and Gender. And this is how it goes. The winter ice sits on sage brushes. It slips off the windows from the heat inside my home. Small birds dance on the bare branches of the cottonwood trees. The scent of burning resin gathered from the ground beneath the juniper trees fills the room. It is quiet, but also not. The birds still sing, and I am resting. It is a practice of mine to rest. My parents worked hard their entire lives. Watching them work day and night, I made a secret vow as a child to stop and allow the peace of my father's St. Augustine grass to feed me. I enjoyed just sitting, looking out. My mother called it daydreaming. Looking back, I would say I was meditating. The stillness and concentration of just being brought joy and deep nourishment in a world that felt crazy. Resting in a state of awareness sustains peace. When I feel extreme emotions such as grief or anger, I take time to sit with how I feel without rationalizing or finding justification. I simply acknowledge that something is happening as I breathe through life and the tears I shed of evidence of healing. When I feel disconnected from people around me, Long walks in the woods among the trees can bring me back to the nature of life, and I am sustained by my return to the earth. 
When I'm listening to music, especially my own drumming, a note, a rift, can often touch places deep inside, previously unknown to me. Yet, I can't just decide that crying, walking in the woods, or listening to music will always be nourishing experience that lead to a state of rest. Underneath these activities, there must be a vow of peace, meaning I must be willing to stop, take time, and acknowledge the life entrusted to me. A commitment to peacemaking has moved many in this world. There have been long cycles of accomplishments and new visions over the years, and there have been frayed nerves, bouts of stress, times in weariness, pain, and hopelessness. Peace workers, I suspect, find it challenging to balance the enormous number of hours of activism with the need to be nourished. The peace that is not worked, but surfaces in stopping and resting, is one of vast possibilities. Experiencing peace need not be an arduous journey of endless work, but rather a moment-by-moment resting in order to engage in loving intimacy with others. In this way, a deeply nourished life can take the direction of liberation by which production, labor, is not the measure of our worth. A vow to rest is a vow for peace. With a vow for peace, that includes rest. We can sustain our alignment with the regeneration of the earth. Like earth, life must regenerate itself within us and around us. We are earth, wrapped with a cloak of skin, muscles, and bones to protect us, and sent here without reason. We were sent to be sent. We arrived to arrive. We were passed on for a purpose that can only reveal itself in how we live and not in what we decide is our purpose. We are given a life to sustain. What would it be like to sustain our lives in the way we seek to sustain the planet? What would it look like to have an inner relationship among us that led to rest and nourishment for all? not just certain segments of our society. What if we looked at our level of energy in terms of our capacity to continue the lineage of all life? Can leisure lead to awakening? I just thought that this was one of the most beautiful written essays. And It gives us really a lot to think about. So if you haven't been resting this winter, take the rest of winter and relax. Rest. Your mind will open in so many areas when you rest. And we all need rest. 
Our earth needs rest. So let's take some time to rest because I really do think leisure can lead to awakening not only in ourselves, but in the world we live in. Now I would like to give you a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Until next time, as always, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and become an activist for your own health, the health of your family, and the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small. And there will be enough for all Take a little, give a lot Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got